Entrepreneur on Fire 951. Eat when you eat, play when you play, work when you work. What are you waiting for? Tickets to a rocket ship? Visit freepodcastcourse.com and prepare to ignite. Selection, speed, and creativity are just a few of the benefits of having several designers work on your project. Start your next design project at 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 upgrade of services free. Ready to start your business? Go to LegalZoom.com today. Since they're not a law firm, you can get advice from LegalZoom's network of independent attorneys in most states. Enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout for your special discount. LegalZoom.com, code FIRE. Who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? Johnny Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Amish Shaw. Amish, are you prepared to ignite? Of course I am, ready to set this thing on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Amish is a conscious entrepreneur, best known for developing innovative platforms, crafting impressive marketing campaigns, and creative rapid business sales growth models built to scale. He's run thousands of different advertising campaigns, resulting in over $50 million in sales. Amish, say what's up to Fire Nation and share what's going on in your world right now. Sure. So how's everyone doing out there? Amish uh, here. Uh, and what I'm up to? Well, I've been up to some pretty cool things recently. Yeah. I've uh, started a company re- most recently, about three years ago, uh, and made it my main focus, which is actually very good for me. <laughs> uh, and it's called Deep Origins. And uh, Deep Origins is really focused around bringing ancient wisdom back to the world. So basically what we do is we work with some of the world's best teachers, authors, coaches, and entrepreneurs to bring you kind of cool, like transformational and authentic multimedia content like movies and documentaries for evolving kind of like different areas of your life or almost every aspect of your life. So in just under two years, we have like hundreds of thousands of people on board already with topics around ancient civilizations, meditation, yoga, um, and so really excited about where it's going. And, uh, you know, before that, my experience was more around... Uh, technology and selling software and online marketing and mobile apps. So what I've done is kind of combine my old world with really what I'm passionate about. So uh, it's kind of cool. I'm really excited about it. Well, I find that incredibly cool. I'm a sucker for the old times, the deep origins, as you put it. I love that. I was an American studies major in college, and I'm excited to personally be diving into some of that. But you know what I love, Amish, is that you've kind of gone on some different journeys yourself. You've been on some different areas of entrepreneurship and just life in general. So we're going to be hitting some pretty cool stories But before we get into that, I always start with the one-minute mindset questions. These are five questions for five insights into your mind. Number one being, ideally, what does the first 80 minutes of your day look like? So the first 80 minutes of my day are kind of interesting. I... uh... I get up and I usually, first thing I do is brush my teeth. Uh, That's just like a habit, you know? And beyond that, I oil pull, which is something that's interesting. And I pull sesame seed through my oil to help clean my mouth, actually. So it's another, it's one of those ancient things, I guess you could say. And uh, so I clean my mouth and then I wash my face and then I'll drink some water. And then usually what I like to do is to, you know, take a shower and if I work out, I usually try to do it before I take a shower. So there's always a workout routine. I, you know, it's a couple of times a week that I try to get some form of 
exercising, whether it's walking or working out or yoga or something. And then after I take a shower, I, I meditate. So I meditate for about 20 minutes. And then I'll go eat breakfast. Um, and after breakfast, I get to work. But that's pretty consistent of what my day looks like every morning. And I've made it into a ritual, and it just get, it gets me grounded and set for the day, mm, basically. Fascinating. So what's your biggest weakness, Amish, as an entrepreneur? Well, my biggest weakness, I think, is, uh, you know, it's funny that I say that. It's one of my biggest weaknesses is, I'd say, consistency. Um, I'm really good at doing this every single morning, but there's other areas of my life where I'm not as consistent. So I think as an entrepreneur, it's like I have a lot of ideas and then I, I want to do all these ideas and I want to stay positive at the same time while trying to do all these ideas, you know, but so there's nothing consistent. So that seems to be like one of the, you know, consistency and being happy and consistency and making sure I have balance in, in a, all aspects of my life. And it's a, it's a weakness because... You constantly have to find that, you know, it's, it's an interesting, you'll, you'll see that sometimes you're doing too much work or sometimes you're not doing too much, enough work and, you know, you're working on too many projects and, you know, it's an entrepreneur's journey, I guess you could say. It's a struggle. I will say this. I mean, I've experienced it myself for sure. And for you, Amish, what I love, and I think it's a great lesson for Fire Nation is that you do have a lot of consistency with your morning routine. And if, hey, you're going to start somewhere with being consistent throughout your day, mm -hmm. start with your morning and then build off of that. That's, you know? that's totally, yeah. you're, you're, you nailed it. Mm -hmm. Thanks, buddy. You know, I mean, maybe then you move into the mid-morning and then, you know, before you know it, like you're consistent up to your afternoon. So really cool stuff. And Amish, you have some weaknesses. We just talked about it, but what's your biggest strength? You know, I think my biggest strength is my passion and my just, I mean, I don't give up. And if I want to do something, I just do it. And I just continuously just keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And so that allows me to have a bigger vision of where I want to go. So I've always been like, you know, I can create that vision and I can go and get it and I create kind of like those steps to get there, I guess you could say. And I've done it multiple times and, you know, I've built, you know, many multi-million dollar companies and I've sold companies before and I feel like I have that vision. But again, it was that consistency where I didn't have anything that I really, really want to focus on. And that's why Deep Origins is very new for me. And it's like, wow, I'm really just going to work this out. And so that vision just plays deeper and deeper and deeper. And I think every entrepreneur's life is having that you know, understanding what is that core passion that's driving you to do what you do. Perseverance and persistence. Those are two words that are critical mm -hmm. for all of us entrepreneurs to, mm -hmm. to make sure that we're realizing as part of our repertoire, as part of our toolkit, so to speak. But the reality is, and I'm glad you brought, you brought this up, is that, you know, probably for a little while, and, and this is understandable at the beginning part of the journey, you know, you were doing what you thought, you know, was you know, you're going to have some interest in, but also that was going to ge generate some serious revenue. And, and a lot of times that kind of brings, you know, our focus away from that core, core passion into what, yeah. you know, we think we should be doing. <laughs> exactly. Where's the money at? But, you know, where's <laughs> like, the money? But now, I mean, you're at this place in me because you've been so successful for so long. You can say, you know what? I'm just going to cut out all this white noise. I'm going to get down to my core passion and I'm going to see what that is. I'm going to give myself some space to recognize that. And mm -hmm. you've recognized it as deep origins. And I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see where this goes because now that you're combining passion, 
you know, with your persistence and your perseverance and then plus your your skill sets, you know, this could be huge. Or, you know, the great thing is if it's not, as long as you're enjoying it, that's good too because of your prior success. So there's just a no-lose situation here. And one of the biggest things, you know, I also have to attribute to all this is like, you know, marketing, you know, is it's huge. And I'm just combining the marketing skills, you know, that I've that I've gained is it's huge. You know, and I see a lot of entrepreneurs they have great product ideas, but they don't have the marketing. Or maybe they have the marketing, but their product is not that good. But combining the two is where that sweet spot mm. really is awesome. Mm-hmm. What's a habit you wish you had? Just be more positive. I think that, and I said that a little bit before, but I wish, you know, I think as entrepreneurs, we, we tend to downplay ourselves a lot um, because we're constantly in competition with ourselves, if you, if you know what I'm saying. And so I, I think I wish I had the habit of just saying like, no, this is awesome. No, that's awesome. No, that's awesome. And taking everything <laughs> as awesome. And I think I, you know, I mean, I trained my brain to do this I, and I, I feel like I'm getting better at it, you know, and it's just training your brain to think like with the, everything that's happening and coming your way is awesome. And there's a way to put it into perspective to your benefit, basically. So I think I know what your answer is going to be on this next one, but this is, your interview, you're the guest. So what's the one thing you're most fired up about right now? You know, the thing that I'm really, really fired up about right now is this movie that we're filming on ancient science. Um, and, you know, it's uh, been a long time in the making and it's been two years since we've been filming. We've interviewed a dozen doctors across the United States uh, about this ancient science of Ayurveda. And uh, it's really powerful, and we're really just here to help bring that knowledge, you know, to everybody through through a movie format, and uh, you know, many many other products and and things that we have lined up for for that community. Because you know, we we start realizing now that you know our health is like so important, and you know, it's just uh, that modern day medicine. What most people don't understand is that allopathy is like the number three killer in the United States, and that's just due to doctor or, or pharmaceutical error. And describe that? It's due to doctor error or pharmaceutical error. So basically, it's, it's what we are prescribing our, our you know, patients nowadays, basically, is wrong. And so that is the number three killer in America, and most people don't realize that. And uh, it's an important thing, and we believe that Ayurveda could quite possibly be the solution to that. Wow. I mean, this is not only work that you're passionate about, but I mean, Amish, this could be work that is having such a massive impact on so many people. So, I mean, the combination of the two, I mean, that is amazing stuff. And you didn't just, you know, wake up one day and say, hey, you know what? My name is Amish. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. I mean, we all have a story. You know, Mm -hmm. we all have a journey. And that's where I want you to take us now is to your journey. And specifically within that journey, Take us to one moment in time, your worst entrepreneurial moments, <laughs> and tell us that story. Okay, so this is, uh, this is pretty wild. Um, I've always been an entrepreneur since I was a little kid, and I've, I can't even tell you, like when I started, I was probably like 10 years old, right? Um, and I used to go door-to-door selling Christmas cards. Uh, that's how I started. And I used to deliver newspapers, and I used to shovel like no, I used to shovel driveways in New Jersey of people in my neighborhood, and like you know, mow people's lawns. That's how I made money. Yeah. That's how I had to make money. That's the only way I had to support myself and my family. So, you know, I had to do it, and it was really cool. You learn a lot through that process. And uh, you know, when I was 16, this was in 1996. 
Um, I got really good with computers. I mean, I was I was very early on the computers. I had my 486 that I built myself, and you know, had the modem to dial up into all these like cool services like America Online and all that stuff. <laughs> and um, you know, I I quickly my mind quickly shifted. How can I make money online? And again, this is 1996. And so, you know, as a 16-year-old kid, I it was just you know, you're you're very curious about everything, and so. I got a little bit into hacking, to be honest with you, uh, and it was a it was a crazy journey as I got into it. And you know, we it, it was just a powerful. It was almost like a movement that we had created at the time, and it was to basically um, give away free software or so give away software. So it was kind of like a wild idea. Anyway, um, we got really good at what we were doing and hacking, and you know. Um, computers, and we were kind of quite, I guess you could say, quite ahead of our time. And the FBI had come to my house when I was 16 years old. And uh, the police and everybody, like I I had like probably 10 cop cars outside of my house. The neighborhood was all around my house wondering what the hell's going on. And um, it was because I was trying to figure out how to make money online. And Man, it's like the I, I I we did some right things, we did some wrong things, you know, and you know it's just crazy, you know, being 16 years old, and you're like, oh my god, what's gonna happen to me? I'm like in high school, like I still haven't even like started my life, you know, and it was just like, wow. So anyway, uh, I ended up going to court. I had 17 charges against me. It was like ridiculous, and it was, and the judge, you know, in 1996 was like. I don't even know what the internet is. I don't even know what the half of this means. You're 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 not like every other kid that like kind of like you know steals or is drinking or doing drugs or getting into fights. Like you get decent grades and you're doing something that I don't even know about. <laughs> like it's on the internet, and it was and it, and she and like I think it's just, it was just crazy because what they said was if you used your power for good. You could change the world, right? And 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 I just you know it, it was my worst moment ever because the whole entire like neighborhood found out about it. There was a big press release about it. It was like on news stations. It was on like newspapers. Like I was like this outcasted kid basically, um, and it was it was tough, you know. And you know they couldn't use my name because I was underage and stuff like that. Um, but it was it was tough because my whole neighborhood knew, and then it affected my parents and my parents' friends, and like it went deep. Um, and so that was honestly something that stuck with me since, you know. And in, in 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 my journeys of becoming an entrepreneur, I knew at some point in my life that I wanted to do something online, you know. Um, and that was my first step, I guess you could say. And I I kind of that was my worst moment. Wow, I mean, that's fascinating, especially because of the timing that it was. I mean, even the judge is just like, I have no idea like why you're in my courtroom. I don't really know what it is you could have done, but you know, I'm just going to go with my gut here. I'm going to go with my instincts because you seem like a good kid, but I'm going to give you a life lesson here. And that's stuck with you. And then here you are today, you know, potentially... You know, who knows the impact this could have, but I mean, like, it's not obnoxious to say millions of lives could be affected and potentially saved with this knowledge when you say it's the number three killer, you know, of the human race. I mean, that's insane right now. So what I kind of want you to do, Amish, and just do this in one sentence. This is my challenge. I'm throwing it out to you. Sum it up in one sentence. What's the one takeaway you want us, Fire Nation, to walk away with? 
I think that one sentence that I would say to everybody, you know, would be just believe in, in what you have and understand your core values, you know, and, and be present to what you're doing in this moment. Don't get caught up in anything that's like kind of beyond this moment. And I think a lot of us get caught up in like the bigger picture of everything, but it's really about right now. It's all about right now. I love that. So Amish, we're going to shift now, but we're going to keep in the story format. So I loved like how I felt I was in that courtroom with you. And you mm-hmm. know, that's the kind of story that we want to paint. Sure. So share with us an epiphany this time, an aha moment that you've had mm-hmm. at some point in your journey. And again, take us to that moment <laughs> and explain that to us. This was a this is a good one. You're gonna like this one. This is another uh, kind of uh, awesome moment. I love how you preface these. You know, for the worst moment, you're like, "Oh, this is a doozy," <laughs> and everybody's like, "Turning up the volume." Yeah, come on, come on, turn it up a little bit more. All right. <laughs> um, I was pretty good at making money when I was 24 years old. I started. Uh, you know, I quit my job. I became. I made my first million dollars at 25 in 2005, actually online. Um, from that moment onwards, I knew I was never going back to the job again and just started creating awesome marketing campaigns. Before I knew it, I was doing a million to two million dollars a year for a couple of years consistently. I was happy. You know, I lived in New Jersey. I lived in a townhouse. I drove an infinity. You know, I had one or two employees. I was like, yeah, I'm doing all right, you know? Um, and so at some point I wanted to move to California. So I moved to California. Uh, and I had met a bunch of new people. I didn't know a soul out here. I had met a bunch of new people uh, in the marketing scene, outside the marketing scene, uh, in the entrepreneurial space a little bit. And, you know, um, I, I had stumbled upon some really cool um, advertising campaigns, and I, I put those up, and, you know, before I knew it, my company had doubled. We're doing five and a half million bucks a year. We got in the Inc. 500, 10th fastest growing company in San Diego, um, you know, it was, it was nuts. We had people taking us on private jets to Vegas. <laughs> like I had surrounded myself with Ferraris and Maseratis and a, a beach house in La Jolla that I could see the whole entire ocean. I had a pool on my roof, uh, and an elevator and, you know, we were just crushing it. And it was, it was crazy. It was insane. It was just like I was living a rock star lifestyle. Yeah. I was going out. I was taking limos to clubs. I was partying. Um, and, you know, I, I just, uh, I, I had, I, I was just like nuts. I was, it, was, it, was like a, it was a nonstop party, like basically. Um, I was eating whatever I wanted. And before I knew it, about two years into this, you know, like doubling the company and consistently for like two, three years. And we're just like rock and roll and had the office, had employees. We had a chef there cooking for people. It was crazy. (laughs) Slash debauchery. Um, (laughs) Slash debauchery. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I had surrounded myself with all this stuff. Yeah. And as I, as I surrounded myself, myself with all of this stuff, I realized that I, none of this stuff was actually making me any happier. And that none of this stuff was actually going towards any purpose in life of what I actually wanted to do or what I want to achieve as a human being. And that I was wasting it all on all of this stuff that I didn't even really know why. And so I, I reflected back for a moment. And I remember this exact moment where I was, I was in this house and I had this Roman shower and it was like, oh, this water was like trickling on me. And by this time I had gained like probably around 20 pounds or so, 25 pounds and I'm looking outside of my, my car. I'm, I'm looking outside of my window. I could see the ocean. 
And then my Ferrari, my Maserati, and I had an Audi were sitting all right there in front of me. And I'm looking out of my shower, and I just start crying. And I just start bawling. And, I just, and, I, and I'm like, I hate my life. And I, for the first time, I actually thought that I want to kill myself. And I was like, what the hell is going on with me right now? I was like, I've never used to feel like this ever in my life, ever in my life. I was like, maybe when I was like 16 years old and I was going through puberty, you know, right. something like that. But ever, it was just, it was pretty wild. Um, and I was like 28 years old, 29 years old. Um, you know, I was, I was, I guess, relatively young in terms of entrepreneur um, and success, I guess you could say. And it was new to me. And I just didn't even know what I was doing. So I went back and I just thought, like, when was I the happiest in my life, you know? And it was these, all these aha moments. I was like, what do I really love doing? Why am I doing this online marketing stuff? Like, why am I doing this mobile app stuff? Why am I even surrounding myself with any of this, right? And uh, I went back to my roots and I was like, you know, the happiest times of my life have always been when I was researching ancient wisdom and researching ancient stuff that I'm really, really just truly passionate about. And so uh, that aha moment was like, oh, my God, like I haven't meditated in like four, three or four years or something like that. I haven't even thought about it. I just like partied and like I stopped like working out and I just didn't care about my health. And I was just like a mean person and just I had turned into someone I wasn't. And I was like, oh, my God, like, you know, I, I went to the doctor. I had a fatty liver. My adrenals were sort of like kicking in. I was about to have failure and my cholesterol was like way through the roof. So it was, just, uh, it was just one of those moments where I was just like, man, what am I doing with my life? Honestly, what man. am I freaking doing with my life right now? Uh, and I just had to get rid of it all. I really just had to get rid of everything. I got rid of all the cars, got rid of the house, got rid of everything, and moved into a smaller place, just more timid. My wife, you know, it's just like, you know, we're going to do this together, and started taking, kind of taking care of me, giving me juice, cooking healthier meals, just really getting my path back, back on track. And it was a huge aha moment for me that none of that stuff matters. And I think, you know, a lot of us as entrepreneurs, we always look at like, oh, we want this and we want that and we want that. But it's like that wanting that creates like deeper, like, I don't know, like inner recesses in us, you know, um, rather than just doing and acting out of passion and love, basically. I mean, the biggest takeaway, Amish, that I'm getting from this, and I'm getting a ton, and Fire Nation, like, go back and listen to this section a couple times, because it gives you such an important clarity to life. And there's a great quote, Amish, it's by Earl Nightingale, and he said that success and happiness are the gradual realization of a worthy ideal. And the key words there being the gradual realization, like actually realizing a dream, not the actual finish line, but the mm -hmm. actual gradually realization of that. Mm -hmm. And then not just any ideal, but a worthy ideal. And that's mm -hmm. so critical. And so many times, you know, I talk to entrepreneurs and, you know, I've been guilty of this myself in the past where it's just nose to the grindstone. You know, we're sacrificing health, we're sacrificing happiness, we're sacrificing everything now because we just think that when we get to that finish line that life is going to be amazing. But then so often that finish line is standing in a Roman shower with water dripping on us, looking at our Maserati, <laughs> our Audi and that Ferrari and crying and saying, should I commit suicide? You know, I mean, like I'm depressed, like what is wrong with me? And that is 
I mean, that is not the finish line that any of us want to get to. So we could keep talking about this a lot, Amish, because there's so many lessons to learn. And there's still some questions that I got to definitely prod you with right now. But before we get into that, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Need a quality design but worried about the cost? One of the easiest ways for your design budget to spiral out of control is to start your project without clear direction. That's why I love going to 99designs for my design projects. They make it easy. I actually just completed two of my own logo projects through 99designs this past month for free podcast course and travel on fire. It doesn't matter if you're running a contest with several designers or collaborating with just one. Crafting a thoughtful brief is always the first step to getting a great design and at 99 designs, it's super simple. All you need to do is fill in their online brief form. Project started just $199 and your happiness is always 100% guaranteed. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 upgrade of services free. And also check out the past contests that I've run myself. That's 99designs.com slash fire. Ready to start your own business today? Whether you want to incorporate or form an LLC, register your trademark to protect your products and services, or even apply for a patent to secure your invention, LegalZoom.com is here to help. Over the past decade, LegalZoom has helped more than a million people just like you turn their ideas into reality. And the great news, this month, for a limited time, you can get special savings on any trademark, copyright, or provisional patent application. Go to LegalZoom.com today to get started. They can even help if you have a great idea, but you're not sure where to begin. Since they're not a law firm, you can get great advice from LegalZoom's network of independent attorneys in most states. That means you can get the guidance you need to get your great idea off the ground. Don't forget to enter FIRE in the referral box to check out this month for your special discount. LegalZoom.com, promo code FIRE. Legal help is here. Amish, welcome to the lightning round, where you get to share incredible <laughs> resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Honestly, uh, my parents. They were immigrants from India. They, we didn't have much money growing up, and they're just basically like, you must go to school and get a degree and, and do it. <laughs> like, you, you know, you, that's what you got to do. You don't have a choice. I'm sorry. You can't start a business. Sorry, not happening. And so I had all these awesome ideas when I was younger, but they never let me uh, do that. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so what is the best advice you've ever received? From my mother, actually. And uh, she said, eat when you eat, play when you play, work when you work. Uh, and in other words, basically stay present and understand your core values and under, you know, stay in that zone. I usually am eating, working, and like juggling at the same time. So I'm not taking her advice, but I'm going to start. So Amish, what's a personal habit that you do have that you believe contributes to your success? As I've mentioned before, you know, one of the biggest things I think is just uh, going, going hard. You know, I'm, I'm really good at just finding that passion and, and going after it and not giving up. I think that's uh, one of my best personal habits. So do you have an internet resource like in Evernote that you can share with our listeners? We use Asana for everything uh, in project management. It has drastically changed our life because you can plug things in with Zapier and it has other tools that you can plug right in that give you powerful, powerful, powerful reporting stuff. So it's awesome. Well, thankfully, this is a private call you and I are on because just yesterday oh. I interviewed the founder of Trello and I'm sure he'd be heartbroken to hear that. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
Do you want me to say something else? <laughs> nope. I'm just saying that's a great thing that he's not on the line right now. <laughs> okay. So, Amish, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? You know, more recently I read a book called Scaling Up by Vern Harnish. Um, and that book has uh, really changed my perspective on looking at business from a long-term perspective. Yeah, love Vern and Scaling Up's an amazing book. Mm-hmm. And Fire Nation, guess what? I know you love audio, so I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. And Amish, this next question is the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Well, uh, I really believe that the power is going to be in mobile publishing, and I really believe that's where a lot of this stuff is going. I, I frequently talk about a lot of mobile stuff. That's one of my businesses was a mobile publishing company. So I think right now kind of the unspoken opportunity is mobile publishing. And, uh, you know, if you were to basically have $500 in a laptop, I would say, uh, find some content that you can publish and repurpose it and put it together uh, PLR or you know master resale rights or public domain and just publish it um, on a bunch of different places and I believe that will at least just get you a start onto where you want to go deeper and I think it's a uh, you know mobile content publishing in general is uh, the future. Produce content, Fire Nation. Don't Produce. just consume it. Don't just uh-huh. consume. So Amish, we started today on fire. Let's end on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. The best way to connect with me right now is to go to deeporigins.com slash fire. And you could check out uh, what we're up to. We have some cool things that, uh, that we're working on, such as the documentary that I mentioned. Cool. And uh, we have some cool business calendars that you could tap into. Um, we do some mobile publishing and uh, things like that. You can, uh, we'll put some things up there for you that you guys can totally check out. You'll enjoy it. And, Especially uh, if you're on your mobile phone, Fire Nation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what's that parting piece of guidance? Do you, you know, I think that's my biggest uh, thing is a lot of us want to pretend we want to be someone that we're not and don't be that person. It's kind of like that from Tropic Thunder. It's like not Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Tropic Thunder. I'm the dude who's playing the dude from another dude or whatever. <laughs> Like, don't, don't do that. You know, it's like fake it till you make it is not real. Be yourself, be authentic and just get it. Just be the dude. Exactly. Be the dude. <laughs> so Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you have been hanging out with Amish and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com and type Amish in the search bar. That's A-M-I-S-H. And his show notes page will pop right up with everything that we've been talking about. Book recommendations, resource, all the great content. And of course, deeporigins.com slash fire. Go directly there. He has some gifts for you. Waiting for you, Fire Nation. Go snag them. That'll be linked up on the show notes page as well. And watch the documentary, right? So Amish, thank you for sharing your journey today. Fire Nation, salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. 
Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Is it time to create an amazing webinar you love? Well, you can in just 10 days with our free course at thewebinarcourse.com. Ignite. Ignite.